back to the podcast. This is the last episode of 2020. And if you're wondering, for those of you watching the video podcast, why is there so much shit on his table? It's because I got a bigger table, so there's more space. I've got every, I'm using everything. We've got the lime juice, the mic stand, the bottle opener, obviously my little notes so I don't lose anything. We've got our little coasters. We've got our shot glass. Uh, Shot was taken off screen. And then our koozies. So we really went for it. And the the Zoom, of course. Uh, But uh, hopefully the holiday mini-sode was uh, a nice little change of pace. We obviously did that because it came out early because Christmas Day or Christmas Eve would have been the day of last week's episode. So we put it out on Tuesday to to account for that. Uh, So now we're back for our uh, a legitimate episode, and I'm looking at my notes too. We did the Xmas ornament, so shout out to the Xmas ornament idea. Hopefully that takes off, and, and we get a call from Netflix or or um, what is it, Hallmark, Hallmark movies. Um, no, so we we are closing out the year, and I'm excited for next week's episode because it's what I've noticed in 2020 because of the lack of ability to to have people in the studio, obviously. Uh, is that it's been more solo episodes. And so we're going to open 2021. We're going to do it big. It's not just going to be like me and one person. It's going to be me and all the Patreon people. So an episode with seven total people, which I've never done before, obviously. And I'm excited to see how that goes. So if you would also like to be on that episode, of course, you can reach us classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media uh, for that to actually happen. So really excited about that. That's that's what <laughs> I didn't even. This is not intended, but I've got the sound effects pulled up. But I feel like in 2020, it's just been me blabbering on about whatever's been on my mind, and you guys just eat it up. Apparently, however many people are listening, that is just me, hey, like Alicia Keys. Just whatever I say, it could be nonsense. Complete bullshit. Doing whatever at this point. Because why not? You know what I mean? Just like Alicia Keys in this case. Longest intro ever. But um, yeah, no, for for this week, uh, it's been a weird two-week span, obviously, with uh, winter break. And I went to the dentist because that seems like a good time to go, I guess. Uh, I also thought I needed a repair on like a permanent retainer thing, but didn't. And um, it it almost seemed like it's got to be a bit that somebody has done where the dentist asks you a question, but they're also working in your mouth. <laughs> you, can't, you just got to go, uh-huh. That's all you can, that's all you're able to answer with. Uh, but I, I got asked questions like where I'm like, I've you know me, I know you have a million patients, but you've known me, dude. Um, but he asked about like where I'd, uh, what I did. And then he asked where I teach. And then, uh, obviously we got into a brief discussion about online versus not, but these are not just yes and no questions that are being asked. Well, literally I'm not incapacitated. That's a little dramatic, but you got your, your tools and implements in my mouth. I've got no ability to answer, which I thought was kind of a, a fun, a fun little exercise in nonverbal communication. Like, do I give you a thumbs up? I don't want you to like, keep your eyes on the, the, ground zero right now don't don't mess up with those those sharp implements but that's what i was thinking about my requirement by the way hang on take a drink 
my requirement for when I go to the dentist, I don't care if it's the winter time, which it was this time. Uh, not that I go that often. It's a scam. I, I swear to God, it's a scam. Um, my requirement is it could be summertime, wintertime, whenever. I have to wear a hoodie so that inside of my, you know, the pocket, the pouch, I can wring my hands and be nervous and anxiety because it's, I, I hate the dentist. I know most people do. That's not me saying anything uh, super out there. But I've underneath, if I'm wearing a hoodie and it's the dentist office, you best believe my hands are doing whatever fidgets and clenching and whatever I, whatever I need to do to get through it because I hate it. The scraping, ugh, the the whole like idea of hand. When I was a vampire in kindergarten, uh, for Halloween, obviously, I didn't even want to put in the fake teeth because I got a thing about I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the thing in the mouth. Or like those fake teeth, like there was a day when it's like the the fake like Southern hillbilly messed up teeth or whatever, and it was like we all got them for April Fool's Day. I, I was like, nope, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> Absolutely do not want any part of this. And uh, I'm sure that's very odd, uh, but I just, I don't, I couldn't mess with it. I, I don't like the, I don't like the feeling. So naturally at the dentist, I'm very on edge. Uh everyone's very nice. Everyone's very professional and reminding me like breathe through your nose. And it's like, yeah, I know it's the default, but it just, it doesn't sit well with me. I can't do it, especially for long periods of time when there's a whole bunch of, um, sometimes it feels aggressive or <laughs> like it, if you haven't flossed in a while and they're doing whatever, it's like, Oh, it tastes like blood now. Thanks for that. Um, but I kept this, uh, speaking of things that sound like bits, this is one that for sure is a bit. Now I graduated from my undergrad at the university of Iowa. And this seems like the John Mulaney bit. That's what it reminded me of. And the email went something like this. The, the subject line is, once a month, you could skip something like, because this is a year, this has been a year like no other. While there are many unknowns for the 2020 to 2021 school year, we know our Hawkeyes remain resilient when alumni have their back. <sighs> this sounds like you want more money. It says just more than 600 alumni and friends who choose to make a monthly gift to Iowa as if my tuition for four years wasn't enough. Uh, like a subscription to your favorite streaming service uh, provides you with entertainment year-round, your monthly gift to Iowa provides dependable funding to students throughout the year. Hey, when I was a student, I never saw a cent of that funding. So it says, once a month, you could skip something like a cold compressed juice, $6 a month. A ride share, $8 a month. When it's walkable. You're sending this during the winter, by the way. Send this during the summer if you're going to talk about walking these distances. Uh, $10 a month. A fast food meal. A monthly gift to the Student Mental Health Services Fund supports mental well-being, nurtures student success, and ensures that Iowa remains a safe, welcoming, and culturally aware campus. So don't get your food, you fat fuck. <laughs> Basically where that was going. And I thought the pretension on these motherfuckers... A school that I went to, by the way, it seems like it's straight out of a John Mulaney built, built, bit. Had a stroke for a second, sorry. So literally over $100,000, and you have the audacity to ask me for more money and say, hey, you know how you went to school to make money to buy the conveniences and the things you need to survive? You want to skip one or two of those things while you're also paying off your student loans? Fuck you. So that's what I thought. It was seriously exactly like 
the the John Mulaney thing, where it's, I gave you $120,000 and you have the audacity to ask for more money. You crackhead who spent it already. That's what I, especially because I, when I went there and I was living in campus housing, the year after when I got an apartment instead, that's when they renovated the dorms, 100%. So yeah, glad to see my tuition's really benefiting me when I'm going there and glad to see my funding is benefiting <laughs> everyone but me after as I'm paying student loans. Um, so with this, this being the last episode of 2020, don't need that. Um, we, we talked about uh, on Instagram, we talked about the new secretary of ed, because as we know, good old Betts is being taken out to pasture and by pasture, I mean on her yacht to die. Finally. <sighs> now, I don't know much about Miguel Cardona, who is the favorite for uh, President-elect Joe Biden uh, to become uh, the next Secretary of Education. Now, I tweeted something out, knowing full well I know nothing about this man. That's not the right one. That's not the one that's open. This one. But I saw that he was an ed-D, or, or he had some sort of education background that made him more qualified than just some venture capitalist that supports reconditioning for the LGBTQ youth. Already a huge step up from the bigot that we know as Betsy DeVos, who admittedly, I've had a lot of fun poking fun at on this podcast. It's going to be weird because I started this podcast during the Trump administration, and there were a lot of things to complain about. But I feel like there's going to be slightly less to complain about in the, the Biden administration. I'm sure plenty, because a lot of uh, promises are made during an election, of course. So Dr. Miguel A. Cardona, he is a husband, father of two, Connecticut Commissioner of Education, National Distinguished Principal, lover of Musica, Education Secretary for at Joe Biden. That's his Twitter bio. Now, his Twitter is exactly what you'd expect. A whole bunch of him sharing like wholesome wholesome things about, you know, students that are doing things online, uh, talking about, uh, so he has a book, I guess, talking about replacing the term guidance counselor with school counselor to focus more on social emotional support. Got it. Uh, pretty standard stuff, nothing that's going to bat any eyes. And I'm sure they already, you know, spruced it up and approached him well before he was announced to make sure that he was, um, on, on the up and up, if you will. So not much to say there. You could almost say he's overly qualified on the surface. Uh, but then I decided, let's do a little more digging. Now, Miguel Cardona, uh, he is the, nothing, nothing that special, 45 years old, uh, went to a technical high school uh, and Connecticut State University, sorry, Central Connecticut State University. Uh, so we know that he's been a principal, he's been an educator, so that's already a big step up. Uh, but it also, there was an article from USA Today saying that uh, Miguel Cardona is a proponent of reopening schools as education secretary. Now, as I'm going through this, that inherently is not a deal breaker for me. However, the numbers in, what are the numbers in Hey Siri, what are the coronavirus numbers in Connecticut as of today? This would be, be telling. Ah, that was loud. My ear. Okay, 
I found this on the web for how are the coronavirus numbers in Connecticut as of today. All right, data tracker. I'm sure you guys can hear Siri. She's my co-host for this one. Holiday reported this week there was, there will not be a co- Oh, okay. They didn't report it during the holidays. Means it doesn't exist. Great. Uh, looks like they are in the red for the most part. So gray would be less than five cases per 100,000 or five reported cases. Orange is 10 to 14 per 100,000. And then they're in the red, which is 15 or more cases per 100,000 people. So in other words, oh, okay. So as of, as of the most recent, which is, I guess, just before the holidays, uh, we've got around 4 million tests that reported that the antibodies were present and another almost 200,000 confirmed and probable cases of COVID-19. And then just under, or sorry, just over a thousand of people, people that were actually hospitalized for it. And the age ranges, for the most part, biggest numbers coming from ages 20 to 29, 30 to 39, 40 to 49, 50 to 59, and 60 to 69. The ages of most teachers, <laughs> with um, an estimated uh, 27,000 coming from the ages of 0 to 19. So your general K through K through 12 population. So it's a little bit disconcerting that he is really that big for um, opening the schools. So it says, Biden secretary to pick Connecticut. Was this from On Politics? Let's see if that's really credible. I don't know. We'll play the thing. J. Elliott with USA Today. No. President-elect Joe Biden is poised to nominate Miguel Cardona. The okay, thanks. That was outdated. Uh, In-person education is too important. He would take over. Blah, 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 blah going on to argue that little evidence exists of coronavirus transmission within schools. So he's partly an idiot. All right. In-person education is too important for our children to disrupt their education further. You think? Here's, okay, let me get a drink for this one. This dude, now maybe I, it's because I don't know about Connecticut and the state of their public education, but you think... At any point, if and when we go back, if it's going to take place during this school year, you think this year's not a wash regardless? You think the hybrid model is going to be sustainable? Hmm? Do you really think that's going to be, are, are kids really going to be the whole falling behind thing we talked about? Yes, it's absolutely happening. Do you? <sighs> this guy. But let's see. Miguel Cardona, I want to see what his issues are. Let's see. On the issues. Interesting. Where Joe Biden's choice for <laughs> education secretary stands on key K through 12 issues. Reopening schools. He obviously wants them opened. That's the first, really? That's the first thing. <laughs> Some epidemiologists have said schools should be more aggressive about the return to in person learning. Charter schools. Cardona hasn't taken a strong position for or against charter schools. <clears throat> uh, his state, so Connecticut, has renewed charter school plans, but has not approved any new ones since he took his appointed position in August 2019. Oh, he's, he's new to the position. Interesting. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, high stakes testing. Connecticut used a federal waiver to cancel mandated testing during COVID. Uh, but in a memo, it said that they would conduct testing as planned this year, even as some schools remain closed for in-person learning and others are willing, what the, 
are dealing with the fallout of interrupted schooling. He says, state tests are the most accurate guideposts to our promised, our promise of equity for all. Oops. Uh, okay, then provide equitable state testing, not just quote-unquote equal state testing. There is a difference. Uh, English learners and students of color. Uh, his dissertation, his doctoral dissertation on closing the achievement gap between English language learners and their peers. So he himself, Latino American, former English language learner himself, uh, said it relates to students, he relates to students of color and those who speak other languages at home. Uh, for Latino children from communities that are below the threshold of poverty, you know you're not typically thinking, what? Oh, the ones you're not thinking about. Blah, 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 blah. There were times throughout my youth that I think people had lower expectations than they should have. It just made me hungrier. All right, that's a bit alarming <laughs> in taking a thing. Um, teacher evaluation system, cooperating with educators and seeking their input. That's a pretty easy throwaway. Win some points. Cardona would be the face of the Biden administration for teachers union, which haven't hesitated to criticize education secretaries from both parties in the past. Absolutely. Five big questions facing Miguel Cardona. This is me. Again, this is me just doing a, a research on it. Maybe you've done the same or you're curious about it, hopefully this episode's going to be helpful for you. Uh, how will he use his limited power to influence school reopening decisions? Let's skip that. We talked about that enough. Will he cancel testing this school year? I doubt it. It'll probably just be that independently uh, decided waiver for each school or each student situation. Uh, what will be his overarching strategy for improving schools? He says, we must embrace the opportunity to reimagine education and build it back better. Okay. Anyone can say that. I'm pretty sure Betsy said that at some point. Uh, national campaign to make up learning loss through tutoring. Thrilling. What, a, what an innovator. <laughs> As the British would say, how innovative. Uh, more technology, school infrastructure, in integration. Interesting. More SEL supports for all of our learners. How we approach the school choice battles that defined prior administrations. It's not clear how Cardona will approach charter schools. Sounds about right. How quickly and how exactly will Cardona reverse some of DeVos's moves? Okay. Biden promised to reverse a number of DeVos's decisions. We knew that, particularly around civil rights. The list of what Cardona can, could undo, or in some cases <laughs> redo, is long. I don't know if I can... I don't know enough about him to be honest with you. And granted, this is just me doing a prelim preliminary on-air, uh, what do you want to call it? Research, not even fact check. Says he's an, an apple pie and rice and beans. Ugh. All right, this is from Fox, so take this with a grain of salt. I'm going to talk over the ad that's happening right now on this little YouTube thing here. Did you guys see, by the way, the video of the guy that threw the, the twisted T at that racist white kid? Was the kid didn't have a mask on, by the way. Thanks for staying with us on The All Real right. Story. Going to get copyrighted and claimed. School year with a new school leader, Dr. Miguel Cardona, chosen by Governor Lamont to be the new state education commissioner. Boring. Mr. President-elect. Here he is. Madam Vice President-elect. So this is actually Cardona speaking. Thank you for this opportunity to serve. I know how challenging this year has been for students, for educators, and for parents. 
I've lived those challenges alongside millions of American families. Jump ahead a little bit. Trying to chase their dreams to advance their education beyond, beyond high school. So it's our responsibility. It's our privilege to take this moment and to do the most American thing imaginable. Hmm. To shit. opportunity out of crisis. Same community that gave. We've allowed what the educational scholar Pedro Nogueira calls the normalization of failure to hold back too many of America's children. For far too long, we've allowed students to graduate from high school without any idea of how to meaningfully engage in the workforce. Fair enough. Knowing that this country was built on innovation. Mm -hmm. Embrace the opportunity to reimagine education and Reimagine, let me guess, he's a STEM-focused guy. A wilted rose. Interesting. Okay. Uh, hey, Siri, what did Miguel Cardona teach when he was a teacher? Okay. I found this on the web for what mm. did Miguel Cardona teach when he was a teacher. Check it out. Former public school teacher. Well, that's good. I guess he's not just a... Oh, I'm not paying for the news. Get out of your Boston Globe. I don't know. I'd be curious. If you guys know what he used to teach, that'd be very interesting. Um, all right. Somebody on Instagram did ask, this would be our little closing, I guess. They did ask for uh, me to go through my 2020, well, they said, yeah, all 2020 episodes uh, for my favorite title. So we've had a number of different titles. So starting with the most recent, and of course, this episode, not going to count it because it doesn't exist yet when I'm recording it. And I don't know the title yet. Uh, whatever me and Matt decide, I guess. So going backwards, we have holiday minisodes, standard attention epidemic, our students falling behind. None of these are usually, they're usually going to be silly. Student arrest records, no. Jaw-clenching teachers, so far that's in the lead. A pelican's gullet, the fuck? Maybe that one. Our dead dear barrister, 167, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. Chris Wallace needed a mute button. That's pretty good for 163, sorry. Digital glass bombing, I remember that. <laughs> Lynn manuel Lululemon. That's probably my favorite right now. That's episode 158. Weird dreams while teaching during a pandemic. Student series 2020. Oh, wow, we're in August already. I'm really scrolling through. Pucker up, Mr. Senator. <laughs> uh, Plant Daddy. Mike Tyson, school board chairman. It's amazing. Oh, episode on Oliver. Tone deaf. What kind of teacher am I? Quiz. Could have been an email featuring Alicia Keys. <laughs> Nice job, Matt, on that one. Thank you, you rock, etc. Nice. Rod Botgoyevich. That was at the beginning stages of... No, it wasn't. We had been on quarantine for a while there. Uh, outing my teacher bedtime. Uh, oh, Brian Pulaski, his return. Hello, my lovely students with Daisy, Daisy uh, the Real Miss Honey on Instagram. Teachers are drinking why? Social distancing podcast. Nah. Roasting the pilot episode. COVID car cast. That's clever. Gratatada, gratatada. Sorry, so we play that. That's for sure a reference to uh, what's the feel the. <laughs> Saw some good headbanging on the video podcast. Uh, closet classroom, <laughs> nice. Um, mental health drinks, nice. Hi, I'm Casey Musgraves. <laughs> And episode 120, which was the first, it came out on January 2nd, 2020, cross-check a kid. 
Shit, what a great story that probably was. I think I know. It was the student versus staff game. Uh, I don't know. I, I think to answer to answer your, your question of what I think my favorite, I like Optipessimism too. That was a good one from, uh, from September. Oh, Rick Ross or Betsy DeVos. That's nice. Um, I don't know. I guess my, my favorite from 2020, favorite episode uh, 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 title, whatever you want to call it. I like Chris Wallace needed a mute button. Probably, and put the Jeopardy music in here if you want, Matt, while you're editing. Um, Rod Bakoyevich, maybe. I don't know. I loved them all. Just for today. Mimosas and spam emails. If Joe from you. Oh, maybe we're getting into. Oh, no, no. We're good. I don't know. They're all they're all golden. They're all great episodes. Uh, for sure, go back and, and check them out. Um, if you have DM'd me on Instagram, I am admittedly a little bit behind on on Instagram. Uh, I, and I'm seeing that things are, whatever is leading to people to get more uh, attention to the podcast Instagram. Uh, I see you. I appreciate you. I just, I'm really behind. It's winter break. I'm on winter. I don't even know what day it is. Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day it is. Um, but I'm behind. Now, if you're listening or if you're watching, uh, if you're watching, you can see this and you're already a Patreon person. But if you are listening, maybe we'll do a, a highlight thing. I don't know. Uh, but we've got Shaklu Classroom Brew uh, merch. We've got shot glasses and koozies and uh, now coasters. And maybe, Katie suggested, maybe bottle openers are next. Uh, so I've got a lot of shit on my table right now uh, that you can see on the video. Uh, but if you would like exclusive access to uh, podcast merch, video episodes, bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, uh, voting power, you can decide what merch we do next, all that stuff, you can head on over to patreon.com slash classroom brew. I do want to give a big shout out and you will hear from these people on next week's episode, the first episode of 2021. Uh, but a big shout out to, as I pull up the list, big shout out to Cindy, James, Leo, Lish, Melinda, and Sabrina, our current Patreon members. I appreciate your guys' support. I can't wait to do this. Here, the good thing is we're going to do it in a Google Meet. And I know that if there are teachers involved, they're going to know proper mute your mic etiquette. So that's coming, that's coming next week. I'm very excited for it. I'm astonished that I could get scheduling to work for a total of seven people. I, I count myself in that number of seven, obviously. So I'm looking very, uh, looking very, looking very much forward to that. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else I should include? I'm going to take a drink real quick. These are one of those times where I really wish I had a permanent setup. You can't tell in the video or in the audio especially. Um, but I do like having the, the table. I just wish I could just show up and it's ready to go without having to go into the studio um, thing, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, if you guys know more about Miguel Cardona, I'd be very interested to, to find out more. And uh, we're going to be entering into uh, Classroom Brew's fourth fourth year, which is wild. I'm just going to reminisce for a little bit here. We started this in September of 2017, and I've been doing this podcast as long as I've been teaching, almost. Uh, uh, probably longer, to be honest with you, because like the... No, not longer. Uh, I guess if you were to do it based off of like hours, I for sure taught longer, but... Uh, even during the summer, we're doing episodes. So that's for sure, uh, for sure something that 
is a factor versus during the summer. I'm just coaching, just coaching as if it's just coaching. Uh, some of you guys that are coaches, I saw someone messaged or uh, commented that they are a wrestling coach. And I know that for us, we are not slated to, uh, I think football's official start is somewhere sometime in February, but I'd be very surprised if we had a season at all. It would be cold as shit. And it's a good thing that our athletic, athletic director, I haven't even had that much, uh, gave us winter gear with uh, our school's logo. So we're going to probably need that if a season does happen somehow. Uh, we certainly don't have the same, unlike the NFL, where it's like, do you have COVID? And they actually test them versus us. It's just kind of on the honor system. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but hopefully, hopefully you guys had a good holiday. You're getting some rest, uh, some much needed rest for winter break. Um, but until next week, I appreciate everyone's support. Uh, and until the next episode in 2021, class dismissed. And happy new year, I guess. This episode comes out on New Year's Eve. Fucking wild. See you guys.